If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today we're reading chapter 12 of Wings of Fire, The Hidden Kingdom. This isn't safe at all, Starflight called. This is the opposite of safe. We might as well just hand us over hand ourselves over to Queen's Glacier. I'm right next to you, Glory grinned, said and grinned when Starfight lost the lead and had to flap harder to keep up. Not only was it funny, but it was also nice to know that her camouflage was working so well. Her brother certainly seemed to have no problem. She glanced around at the endless, endless empty blue that surrounded them as they flew north. Jembu, she said. Still here, answered a patch of sky from, her off, her, from off her left. You really don't have to come with us, she said again. The semicircle of cacti was now half a day's flight behind them, but Jembu could still make it back before dark. Nah, he said, this is better than some time. I feel like I've been rolled in sunlight and stuffed with bananas. I bet the rest of the tribe would love to come here through that tunnel and have their sun time here on the sand. Goliath pictured a hundred railings suddenly sprawled in the desert, snoring away only a few miles from Burn's stronghold. She shuddered. That would be a really, really terrible plan, she said. I'm not safe here for... It's not safe here for basically any dragon. That's what I'm trying to say, Starflight yelped from her other side. Even Rainwings? said Jambu cheerfully. Nobody cares what we do. The world is still at war, Glory said, and some of the queens are really not to be trusted. I don't know what they do with you, but it wouldn't be friendly. Why not? Because you're so dopey, you're just asking for it, she thought. Because most dragons are naturally are, but most dragons are naturally unfriendly, she said. Biting and fighting is what we're really built for. Really? said Jambu. We're really? said Jambu. We're not. There was a ripple in the air as he flipped his tail. Well, you should be, said Glory. One day some other tribe might come to you, and you'll have to be able to defend yourselves. Promise me you'll be careful when we get the ice wings. Don't let them know who you, what you are. All right, all right, he said. I think it's pretty cute. My little sister gets all worried about me over nothing. Glory rolled her eyes. Why did she care? If her tribe wanted to do the idiotic thing, did it really affect her? What if it... What... Well, it did, if she had planned to stay in the rainforest. But what was her plan? The Ramings were far from the family she'd hoped. But if she didn't stay with the Ramings, where would she go? Where, with the other dragonettes to fulfill a prophecy she wasn't supposed to be in? What about after the prophecy was fulfilled? Clays had brothers and sisters in the mud wings. So Nami had loved the kingdom of sea, apart from her crazy mother. Maybe she'd still go back and challenge her for the throne one day. The Nightwings, of course, would welcome Starfight with open wings any time. Glory glanced at Sunny. The little Sandwing flew in a tired, flappy way, but her jaw was set and determined. Would she ever fit in somewhere? Maybe she was such an odd-looking Sandwing without the poison-tipped tail all the, tr- the rest of her tripod. Would anyone want her? If the Dragonettes did fulfill the prophecy and end the war? Well, presumably, whichever queen they chose for the Sandwings would be pretty grateful. Surely she'd take Sunny in. And besides, everyone likes Sunny. Glory shook her head and stretched her talons. She was getting way ahead of herself. 
first we find Mangrove and get him home. Then I find the missing Rainwings or, or and wh whoever or whatever is taking or killing them. Then the great dragonettes of destiny figure out how to stop the war and maybe I tag along for that. And then we'll see what happens. I wouldn't mind stopping for a nap though, Jimbo's voice said out of the blue. We don't, we won't have time for that, Gloria said. Then again, Mangrove was a rainwing, so maybe he would stop mediotically foolish rescue for a nap. But they couldn't count on it. Also, Jimbo, it's not going to be like this the whole way. It's going to get really cold up by night, and tomorrow we'll be in the Ice Kingdom, where it'll be seriously freezing. I'm sure it'll be fine, Jimbo said breezily. It was already colder than it had been back at the tunnel entrance. The desert sand below had changed to rocky, treeless hills, gradually sloping up as they flew farther north. Glory saw Sunny casting a wistful glance back at the desert behind them. Starflight was right. This wasn't particularly safe. Glory and Jimbo and were camouflaged, but there wasn't much a there wasn't much of a way to explain a mudwing, a sea wing, a night wing, and a sand wing all flying together, especially right into ice wing territory. They'd agreed to stop telling everyone they were the dragonettes of prophecy, but arriving like in but arriving like this, they might as well be carrying "Here we are, please imprison us and banners." Glory wished again that her friends had just let her come on her own. She wasn't sure she could retrieve Man she was sure she could retrieve Mangrove by herself. They were lucky to avoid any ice-wing patrols. Sunny heard one coming, which gave them time to hide down in the rocky landscape. They had landed some time after dark on ground that crunched ominously under Glory's claws. Is this snow? Clay said, poking the dirt. No, Starfight said in his know-it-all voice. It's just frozen dirt. We're going to be really cold tonight. They'd chosen a spot at the base of a shorter cliff, which would help block the wind. But Glory could already feel the cold seeping up from the ground through her claws and under scales. And we shouldn't use fire, Tsunami said bossily. We can't risk being seen. Dibs, I get to sleep next to Sunny, said Clay. He grinned at her, and she beamed back. Her warm scales would be the only source of heat they had. Even Glory would have to put up with close contact if she wanted to get through the night without freezing. Glory knew Clay was joking. He was more likely to use his own body as a shield to keep the wind away from the rest of them. But she glanced over at Starflight and caught the crestfallen look on his face. Oh, Starflight, maybe you should actually do something about the, that crush of yours. He never admitted it out loud, but Glory was pretty sure he'd been hopelessly in love with Sunny his whole life. She was also pretty sure Sunny had no idea and that she might never find out at this rate. Not my problem, Glory reminded herself. But as they huddled up to sleep, she edged around Starflight and ended up curled next to Sunny's wings, with Clay behind both of them. She coiled herself with Clay behind both of them. She coiled herself as tightly as she could and found a spot along Clay's tail. Jimbu immediately laid town practically on top of her. Oof, Gloria whispered. A little more personal space, please. I don't know what that is, Jimbu whispered back, but I'm really freaking cold, aren't you? Glory sighed. She was, and Jimbu was warm, and he was her brother. She curled up for a second night in a row of uncomfortable sleep. Glory woke up shortly before dawn. The sun was a thin, pale line of light on the horizon, and the dark blue sky still glittered the stars. She could see her breath in the air, trails of smoke, as if she could breathe fire like the others. 
She wiggled out from under Jambu, who slept with his mouth open and his wings flopped wide. At least he wasn't pink today. She found it a little easier to take him seriously when he was gray and brown, when he was the gray and brown colors of the rocks below. She glanced down at her scales to make sure they matched the landscape as well. She liked how there there was even a suitable spark in them, just like the frost that covered the ground. Tsunami shifted in her sleep, growling softly. Glory realized that Starflight was already awake. He blinked at her over Sunny's back, looking exhausted. She flicked her tail and signaled that he should go back to sleep. Then she spread her wings and hopped up to the top of the small cliff to see what the land ahead looked like. A lot of land, a lot of land they left be- behind, and the land they were on apparently. A lot like the land they left behind and the land they were on apparently. Except, was that snow in the distance? Glory gave her scales a moment to shift, and then she lifted it into the sky. They hadn't been able to see in the dark, and that they hadn't been able to see it in the dark that night before. But there was definitely snow on the taller hills ahead of them, and more snow beyond that. Glory shivered. It would get colder from here, and it was already close to unbearable. This had to be tough on Sunny and Clay as well. Maybe the others could stay here while she went on ahead. In fact, maybe she should go right now without them, so no one else would be at risk. Except she knew perfectly well that her idiot friends would follow her, and she'd just get into worse trouble without her there to help. If she wanted to go on without them, she'd have to convince them to be smart, listen to her, and stay behind. There was something large up ahead in the snow-covered hills. Some kind of building. It could be Glacier's Palace, though. Gl- though, Glory knew that was far too n- to the north, on the coldest tip of the peninsula, where no other dragon would ever want to go. This building was almost too far south for ice wings. Glory flew a bit closer and saw smoke rising from a few of its chimneys. Smoke means fire, she thought, which means not ice wings. She circled in the air and studied it a bit more. It had to be blazed in her sand wings. Glory had been wondering how they survived in the Ice Kingdom. Apparently, the answer was by not going very far into it. Suddenly, a moon below caught her eye. She froze, hovering in the air, and hoped her camouflage was perfect. There was a dragon among the rocks, not far from where her sleeping, where her friends were sleeping, but not close enough to see them either. He was stamping his feet and slapping his wings together as if he was trying to get warm. Mangrove? Glory thought, hopefully, gliding a bit closer. He wasn't camouflaged exactly, but he was black like the night wings, like a night wing. Maybe he thought that would hide him well enough. And then the dragon below let a small plume of flame heating the ground below him before curling up on it. So it wasn't a rain wing; it was an actual night wing on his, on his own in night nice swing ter- territory. Well, that can't be good news.